0: I know the Halloween season is right upon us. I mean, we're a few weeks away. And uh, during this time, I often love to do shows that are peculiar. And they remind me very much of the Twilight Zone. They remind me very much of um, Black Mirror. I don't know if anybody's seen Black Mirror. That's a great show because it deals with modern horror. It deals with modern horror when you're dealing with your electronics, when you're dealing with attitudes towards cloning, towards transhumanism, future topics where somehow the devil gets in there. When the devil gets in there, things go bad right quick. And so in the spirit of The Twilight Zone, in the spirit of Black Mirror, I was inspired to come up with an idea that I wanted to share with you it's not really an idea of mine it's an idea that uh, after so many years of reading about it and, and studying about it I wanted to kind of open the conversation about this because I'm sure many of you have had this experience because a lot of people write about this experience and it stands to reason that people are having these experiences because of where we are in the digital age. Athena Shavaria, who worked as an executive assistant at Facebook, she now works with Mark Zuckerberg's uh, philanthropic arm. Uh, It's called the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative. And she had made a comment a while back. It was an interview, I think it was done at the Atlantic or it was, I think, the New Yorker. But she said, I am convinced the devil... Lives in our phones and is wreaking havoc on our children. And I thought to myself, yeah, the devil, the devil is in our phones. The devil is in our electronics in a lot of ways because there's a reason why we find ourselves addicted. We find ourselves attached to our phones and to our computers, to our iPads. Um, And so if the devil, lives in our phones then he has some domain in the digital world i mean we all know that we have talked about the metaverse in past shows the metaverse is a version of Rudolf steiner's eighth sphere metaphorically speaking the great abyss of fire and hell well you it's it's where your doppelganger goes to live forever even after you're long dead Tim Cook, who's the CEO of Apple, said that he would not let his nephew join social networks. Bill Gates banned cell phones until his children were teenagers. And Melinda Gates wrote that she wished they had waited even longer. Steve Jobs wouldn't let his young children near iPads. But in the last year, a fleet of high-profile Silicon Valley defectors have been sounding alarms in increasingly dire terms about what these gadgets do to the human brain. Suddenly, rank-and-file Silicon Valley workers are obsessed. No tech homes are cropping up across the country, keeping tech at bay. No phones. Nannies are being asked to sign no-phone contracts, meaning they can't use a cell phone while they're taking care of the children. What's all? What is all this? Well, okay. Okay. There's a worry that there is something in the phone system. There's something in technology now that's doing something to our brains. A lot of people think that the internet, social media, and even the idea of having our phones are the reasons why we are acting the way we are to each other. The algorithms are molding us into becoming machines. The algorithms are like little demons constantly on our shoulders, telling us what to buy, what not to buy, what to believe, what not to believe. So what is the technology doing to your brain? I mean, these are questions that are rarely asked, but I think there needs to be an answer. Because many of us old timers, and I now can say I'm an old timer because I'm I'm beginning to look like one, but I, I, we got along without cell phones. We didn't have cell phones occupy our time. We went out, we played, we played outside. We, you know, we played army, we played cowboys and Indians, we played, uh, you know, a number of things. I mean, hell, back when I was a kid, we did hair bands or we did air bands. We were air guitaring and all kinds of other stuff. But now, how many of us would freak out if we lost our well? Or if we had our cell phones taken from us, I mean, a lot of our businesses stuff in our businesses, a lot of uh, a lot of our lives are on our cell phones. A lot of our lives are in our computers. You can say that part of your soul. In fact, a lot of your soul route really, a lot of our souls are somewhere in all that digital noise. Now, it's absurd, right, to even contemplate the fact or to contemplate the idea that the devil is in your phone. But ask yourself, does it keep you away from real life with your children, your husband, your wife, and others? Ask the kids. Would they much rather be playing their video games and talking to their friends across the internet than they would doing their homework or spending time with the family, eating at the table instead of having food delivered to the bedroom? Does this whole digital world control you? Can you walk away from it and enjoy life without thinking about it? I mean, I know my answer. And I'm afraid to say it. But I will I will say it. No, I cannot walk away from it. I cannot. And believe me, you're a better man than I if you can. Because, I mean, I... I could get used to it being gone. It would take a while, though, because at the moment I get itchy and nervous without it. But it is somewhere between addiction and insanity. And I know a lot of people are experiencing it right now. We said that it's downright evil. Downright evil. Remember, the devil's in our phone lines, the devil's in the Internet. At least even one of Zuckerberg's right-hand people have said so. 503-225-0860.